What's up, my chaotic crew? Bentley Michaels here. Hey, did you see us on Instagram and Twitter this week? Limited edition stickers provided by our old pal Caleb. Hey, is that something that you would be interested in? Would you want to get your hot little hands on them? Let us know. We're also thinking about the cool little one-inch buttons. Maybe some other stuff. If there's some merchandise ideas that you have, is there a shirt that you would uh, like to see possibly from us? Hit us up on the Twitter and or the Instagram and or chaoticamateurs.com. I also believe it's uh, chaoticamateurs at gmail.com. I don't know. Look at the show notes. All of that stuff is there. Hey, have you reviewed? Have you subscribed? Have you done the thumbs up? But please keep uh, keep sending out your reviews. It helps us climb the charts and take down everybody else on over at iTunes. Also, soon we could possibly be on Pandora. Ooh. But until then, listen to this week's adventure. But first, the music. In a vast landscape full of adventurers, you are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. And welcome back to Chaotic Amateurs. iTunes is the world's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host in DM for Season 3, Bentley Michaels. To my right, we have... Cinder Darkloft. Ooh. Uh, Dash is Paleus. Rhett is Durak. And Milo is Ren. Oh, and uh, where we last left our heroes, ladies and gentlemen, they had uh, they had just had a little fun jungle gym time. Uh, you know, going all over the rope ladders and Paleus, I think, what, seven or eight times you fell off that ledge straight into the water yeah. before you finally got up there. Yeah. Athletic type he is. Yeah. Not and uh, um, and uh, uh, Cinder, with a natural 20, climbed right up the rope ladder, which, you know, Ren did not enjoy. He did not trust that natural 20. And um, Durak and Durak and Ren, the Abbott and Costello of the group, just tying themselves together and falling all over the place and falling through bridges. They finally made it. Everyone finally made it out to the, the center uh, where I last left you all. You were sitting uh, in the basket. It's suspended on uh, all four sides in the middle with some, with some rope. You looked out to the east, and in front of you, uh, s- uh, several hundred feet away, you see uh, uh, basically, you know, the water that's below you. You see it going out, and and you see this arch in front of you that sort of connects like the, the several hundred feet. And you guys were back here, and it was a big old circle. And several hundred feet in front of you is a is an arch, and there's just vines and and foliage and trees and everything and it just looks like a grown over arch uh you had completed uh putting together uh the medallion of langdon the imposter uh to go over that once again real quick uh think of it as a quarter uh if you've seen a christmas story the the little orphan annie thing it's two pieces that um now it looks like two pieces that are connected together uh on the front part uh, if you will, the, the front half piece, like if they're like this, so this, this piece all the way around it are, uh, is in common the alphabet or, you know, 
English, the alphabet. Um, on the back uh, was a 1 through 26. Um, you had it lined up. Uh, you had it lined up with uh, 20 at the top and A at the top uh, right now as it's clicked together. Um, when the third piece... Um, when the third piece clicked on, which is this bottom piece that has like the sun and the moon and the lower body of uh, of the the guy pointing at the uh, the Where's Waldo guy pointing at the at the building, uh, it clicked out sort of like this uh, piece that sort of rotates. So like the the sun and the moon can move around. It just kind of spins and uh, um, and it's it's sort of thinly. Uh, thinly made around the top so it, it goes with the letters you can still see the letters so it's like a you know it's just kind of uh, two thin pieces where you can still kind of like a think of uh, um, what is that um, Drew Carey Price is right you know it spins oh, yeah, so yeah. You, but you can still see like the inside of it or whatever and the sun and the moon move around uh, uh, the guy um, you know very piratey looking man he's got a uh, he's got a, a you know a sword in his in his thing and he's pointing up at what you probably assume is the loot layer. And uh, on the back, when you flip it over, uh, there is a spiral on the whole back of it. Just starts up here, and it spirals around into the center. It's just a whole bunch of numbers. Um, you guys had woke up early in the morning, and I would say... I would say that at this point, it's about... 10-ish or so after you guys uh, Paleis in classic fashion melted a couple people uh, during during your wizard fight and uh, um, you guys are staring east uh, at the uh, at the, uh, the the sort of grown over arch um, that's you know 250 300 feet away from what you guys are kind of uh, visually looking at right now I'm going to send you an email uh, with all of the uh, with uh, with the numbers and uh that's where you're at and let me just get this straight so <coughs> when you said that we woke up fairly early that was before that was before the fight okay that was before the fight you guys were in the forest and before you, we got to where we are now. and before you got to where you are so i believe you burned command yeah and, and uh, i took i took some damage too yeah so that's and where we're at. We are suspended over water right now. Yes, you were in what appears to be a basket, uh, and uh, all of the jungle gym of everything else is around you. But yes, you're a couple hundred feet up in the air, suspended uh, over the water. Guys, I uh, think we need to analyze this medallion a little bit more closely now that we've completely ignored it and uh, climbed over this thing. All right. I'd be happy to take a look at it. Yeah, somebody that's has a higher intelligence score than me should take a look. I mean, technically, I have the highest intelligence. <laughs> so, Wizards we don't like to admit it, smart. but that's, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, that's rude. That's pretty rude of you. All right. You have the coin, Durak. So are you giving it to me? Yeah, go ahead and take a look. It's a slow, slow passing of the coin. Well, I was looking to Ren to make sure that, you know, he approved of this. Have you solved it yet? No, it's it's literally been seconds. I've no idea what I'm looking at. Yeah, that's a lot. All right, so I've got numbers around the side, right? You've got 
the numbers that I just sent you are the spiral of numbers that take up the entire back of the medallion. Okay. And 1 through 20 are on the edge. Just like the coin in a Christmas story. Numbers, letters. And if you want yep. to move it, you can move it just like the coin in a Christmas story. How about now, Paleus? How's it looking? Yeah, not any better. Nope. So there's there's zeros like spaced out. That makes me think they're like a common thing, like a space, mm-hmm. or 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 like the end of a sentence, or yeah. something like that, or maybe a vowel. Uh, do um. Hmm. I'm assuming this is like a message. It's just coded. Do you guys want to? Wait a second. Can I can I see that coin thingy? Uh, roll. Here you go. Okay. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I, I I I him while he's holding it. Uh, Ren's got the suspicious contact. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. They're a new party member. <laughs> Have a look we'll at our this quest thing item. We've been searching for. for <laughs> yeah. I well, throw it over the edge. He brought you. He brought you the third piece. Yeah. I implicitly trust you, and I toss it to him. <laughs> he brought uh, you. He brought you the third piece. Uh, Paleus, I, I think your intelligence score is, is higher than his. But here's the thing, guys. I I remember a puzzle similar to this uh, on an adventure I'd been on in the past, and I, this looks kind of familiar. It's uh, nautical coordinates, right? Am I right? I, I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, but right. I do think that... Uh, we should line up numbers with the letters according to this to see if we can spell something out or so something. Put the A with the one. That would be well, but there's 26. But there, and there's yeah, there's like 29 numbers 30, on here. 31. Yeah, it's not the alphabet. I already tried it's, that. Yeah, it's not the alphabet. Unless is there number 29 on there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, stupid website. There's also a 31. And a 21. And there's 27, also a 26, 29. I don't think whoever made this realizes there's only 26 letters <laughs> in the alphabet. There was some weird website that I was like, oh, this will solve all my problems. And apparently it screwed me. Uh, well, maybe... Maybe you rotate oh, The zeros are spaces. Thank you, Ren. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did Ren already say that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Durok's just catching up. <laughs> okay. I've got it. I definitely have the lowest intelligence score, so I hope you guys can forgive me. <laughs> and listening score. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Ren? <laughs> can I roll an investigation to see if I can make sense of the numbers as it relates to language? Sure. I think we need to take the piece and re-snap it together, because in my moment of anger. 15. Okay. Uh, Upon a 15 investigation and listening to Ren, you would say that uh, you would think that because the pieces do, like there's a sort of like that third piece that kind of like twirls, which moves like the sun and the the moon or whatever. think of it as just like a third layer that those things kind of go around mm. then the whole body as far as the 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 two the thing that show like the major depiction of everything mm. 
is like the the base kind of layer now that it snapped into place but if you wanted to you know if you pushed it together you could rotate it still it's not stuck in place so it's okay. like even though 20 is at one right now with your investigation like you just kind of start to move it and you realize that like yeah okay that 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 you would likely have to set up uh the the right number in order to break the cipher gotcha and what else, did you want to do anything else while investigating it or um i do want to pay closer attention to the sun and the moon and see if if maybe it corresponds with the time of day that we're at now no it just kind of spins like if okay you could just kind of like spin it doesn't it. like display a certain number or anything as a result no nope. the top of it you it like i said it's just like you could see in between you know in between mm. the, the the sort of like thin piece of metal like you could, it's just so you can see it okay um okay uh are we sure that we need to figure this out now or should we try to get to the arch so I'm, yeah i'm feeling kind of the sway of this area here i feel like we've got a good idea of what we need to do with it i i say you should give Let's it back to, to me and i'll put it in my my pouch all right so i'll figure it out is not the alphabet you figure it out it's supposed to be the alphabet <laughs> but the website screwed me okay oh. well well it doesn't make any sense so far my first two words so are Sarge and Jgood. <laughs> is that close? I don't think this is close to anything. Hold on. Nope, no, I don't have a 31. Well, there could be extra numbers that are like symbols, like spaces or periods or... Or heart emojis. Oh, Soj. yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yes, I must Soj do. Soj websites. Ups, Ned, Sarge, Tom's... Ozen. It's dwarvish. Um, while they're talking, <laughs> while they're talking, I'm never, gonna. You can never translate dwarvish. It's so eloquent. <laughs> uh, while they're talking, I'm gonna come over to Ren and I. I'm gonna hand him the coin, and okay. I. I lean down to him and I mm -hmm. say, "What happened to Yamhorn? As far as I know, he left with you guys. I. That's right. I don't know anything like why he's not here." I kind of like look up at you, like glassy eyes, and like I say, he's gone. Like gone, gone. He was here, and then he was gone. Uh, I'll try to communicate with him when we get a chance, but it appears that we mess with time. Oh, uh, I I put a hand on his shoulder and say. I'm sorry. Let's get back to work. And then try to rejoin the whatever these two yahoos are doing. Were you guys talking about that guy who disappeared? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked him. He was nice. So we think we should try to get off of this floating basket over the water. All right. I'm in agreement. All right, wizard, cast us a spell and get us over there. Shut up. <laughs> you got like a disc we can float over all this uh, with? How long are the ropes and Probably what are they attached disc. to that are suspending us? Um, they're just, I mean, like I said, it's several hundred feet across, so they're just like, they're attached to part of the whole structure that seems to be kind of attached. And you would imagine like as the ropes go out and, you know, uh, it's attached into the forest throughout, but this is attached to sort of like the jungle gym out there. So it's not necessarily like, 
you know, attached to the cliff or whatever. It's all kind of like this big webbed structure okay. that is all these ropes and all this stuff. But at the very base of it, you can see that it goes off like into the jungle and stuff like that. Um, or at the edge of it, rather. Okay. Can we swing through the arch if we were to take ropes and... There, are, there aren't ropes for you to swing, no. There's no ropes that we can get to, from one rope to another rope. No, you are at the edge of the... There's no, there's no more jungle gym in front of you. Mm. We have to cut this and use the basket to float. If we cut the two back that's, sections, it will swing us through the arch. That yeah. I was I was going. The to ropes th- are not two hundred and fifty to three. That's why I was asking. It. I was I was. If you said they were long enough, I was just gonna do it. I was just gonna cut those ropes. And I think we need the person away. with the highest intelligence score to calculate the buoyancy force of this basket. Durok, uh, you seem like a great guy, but why do you keep saying that? What you keep talking weird. You're right. He just thinks Paleys is really smart. We yeah. have we have a party but shorthand, and I know you're new to it, so I'll try to speak in layman's terms. Paleus, we need you <laughs> to do the math on this. Yeah, or I'll, let me do that real quick. Imagine that this basket is like your ship. Can Paleus, we float you this would, uh, over uh, there? In order to respond to Durak, you would you would think, I don't think the basket is what's going to get us there. I don't think the basket's what's going to get us there. <laughs> In more or less words, hmm. uh, can I do like a um, like a perception check if there's anything around us or anything with the basket that is uh, we don't immediately recognize or see? I will just tell you that what you see basically is super super thick foliage that you. So it's not like you can just like oh there's a ledge we'll just walk over to the to the arch. Hmm. Paleus, maybe you should burn all that foliage out of the way, and we'll just go over <laughs> what's, there. What's on top of the ledge? Um, is there on some? On top of the arch? Yeah, on top of the arch. It's yeah. just trees, and it looks like it's just kind of grown over, like the forest has grown oh. over the arch, and then there's like vines and stuff hanging down. Is this a natural arch, or does it look like someone built it? It looks, it looks like, uh, yeah, it looks, you know, it looks like it's part of the rock and the cliff, you know, that you were on. Cause, like, like it eroded an archway? Sure, if you want to look down on it or whatever, it looks like there's like a big circular sort of thing. Then it drops down several hundred feet. There's the water suspended in midair is like the jungle gym thing. Then over here is like the arch and you can see sort of like water and, you know, other, uh, you know, sort of more of like a, another, you know, if you were to look uh, and get over there, you could kind of sort of see that it looks possibly like more of a cove on the other side. Um, but... Uh, it, yeah, it looks like you could like go under it. You know, it's like a an arch thing, but it definitely looks like you know something has eroded this area. And now there's that's like kind of the last thing, sort of keeping the structure. So I have a feeling the loot layer is on the other side of this arch. Um, how do you guys feel about me going over and investigating it with my flying cloak? Cloak. Yeah, do it. Just yeah. fly over there and come back. We'll wait. Yeah, sounds good. All right. So yeah, why didn't we think about that before? I'll throw out my cloak. Okay. And it'll kind of float and raise me up, and I'll fly towards the arch. Okay. You fly towards the arch. What do I see on the other side of the arch if I can make it that far? Uh, you see another cove and uh, and water, and only this cove. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Is there a place I can fly down and land in that area that it kind of looks like? No, it's off. pretty. It's pretty grown over. I mean, you can you could fly. You could land on a tree or land on something. You know, on on the edge or something like that. But it's not like uh, before where you see like a like the path, sort of the sort of path that you guys came out of. It's it doesn't look over there 
where you know this that that place doesn't it looks fully grown over and that sort of thing. Okay, uh, I'll fly back and relay that information. Um, All right, so it's just another cove. It's another cove on the other if side. Any, of this if edge. anything, you would think it's an exit. Uh, so wait, is our basket? Like, is it suspended in air? Yeah, by four by ropes. ropes. By four ropes. Like a hot air balloon. So, and then below us is just water? Just water, and all of those ropes are attached to the entire jungle gym that you guys were going through before. So couldn't we just cut all the ropes and just drop down and just float? Yeah, That's, this is what I, I can say. Use this as a boat. Yeah. The, the, another, a wicker boat. Another option is Moses. if you want to fly over and get us some vines that are attached to the arch and we can swing There are no vines that long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe he Check could fly somewhere oh, out of here and bring us back a canoe. <laughs> Ooh, perfect. Fly back yeah. to the beginning. Carry <laughs> yeah. a canoe. How, how far is the drop? Hundreds of feet. Would we take damage? Yes. Would it be severe? <laughs> uh, I got a lot of healing. On a scale of <laughs> 1 to 48. <laughs> on a scale that's of, all I got. Uh, on a scale of a, of yeah. a, of a D12. Uh, Ren, how deep is the water down there? I'll fly down to the bottom and look and see how deep it is. Uh, you you can't really, it's not like a Caribbean cruiser. Like, ah, I can see the bottom. <laughs> you would assume, and Peleus having fallen in several times, you would assume that it's deep enough that like, if you fell from here, you wouldn't hit the bottom. Oh, don't think we'd hit. Do we have to jump out then? Is this Remember me falling off the ladder? Remember I mean, that? It seems like a way more fun idea to cut the ropes, but I guess we could just jump yeah, over. If, if we dive, we shouldn't we shouldn't be hurt very badly. Ooh, wait, maybe I can try to carry. Yeah, that's one what I was going to say. So it seems like oh, slow this, fall. this Ooh, cloak yeah, of yours. Slow descent. Yeah. This this cloak of yours. Uh, what what can you do? What can you handle? Because I think you had a conversation earlier with the DM. What are you capable of? Yeah. So I can I can pick you guys up with advantage. And one at a time. One at a time, and uh, try to maneuver you okay. into position. I'm cool with gambling. This sounds like fun. This is the <laughs> kind of thing I'm into. Once we get into the water. I like that you guys still kind of took the route of last time, which is like this entire thing was predicated on you putting together a medallion. And you just gave up on it again. Well, this is, I tried. I tried to get yeah, them to It's do really it. hard. So, and, we're and not smart. We don't like puzzles, so. And the, the fact that the numbers are wrong is kind of. It won't, it won't matter. That, it that's, won't. You know, it, it's, um, if you figure it out, what you're supposed to do, it, the numbers being wrong doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. And it's relevant in this very situation. Hey, you only you only <laughs> spent four episodes, five episodes trying to put the stupid thing together. All right, six. Episodes. We're not sure what it's capable of. I can, I think, can I see the medallion? Yeah. Before we jump to maybe our deaths, <laughs> <laughs> let's I'll give it one more shot. puts Drakenstoder back. All right, I won't cut the ropes. <laughs> uh, can I can I just make an intelligence check on the medallion? Yes, I, I have of course now. you can. Smart. Okay. Uh, twenty. Not natural. Oh, I'm so happy. Okay, so Ren, you hand the the medallion over back over to Peleus. Yes. Okay, so Peleus, 
you're looking at it and you see you're like, you know, show me your tricks. Come on. What and, you got uh, for me there, little lady? And you realize that the sword on the uh uh on the you know that the guy uh who's pointing at you realize his sword because while it is like a 3d image and it's you know beveled out and sort of stuff the sword seems almost too far beveled out almost like it's a separate piece could i try maybe pulling or pushing it yo 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 finagling it you may molest that sword you may you may do either of those which gonna, would you like to do I'm first? I'm going to try to push it in. Okay. It it's, it seems as though it's as far as it can go in. I'm going to try pulling it out. All right. You pull out a miniature sword that's probably half an inch or so long. You know, the medallions, like I said, it's like a silver dollar uh, or like the silver dollar pancakes or whatever, you know. So you pull it out. It's probably about a half inch to an inch long. Oh, that, that is adorable. That looks fun. Sweet. No, and you toss it the... in the river. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it goes. Don't want, want Durek to cut these ropes with this. <laughs> <laughs> Better uh, safe than sorry, Flick. <laughs> like, Ren, here's your new sword. <laughs> uh, and so I would say... Uh, is there like a, a different place I can stick it? Yeah, is there a slot where the sun don't shine? <laughs> well, if he Paleus has to relay what he's just done, you you. Oi, everybody! I'll just pull out this guy's tiny sword. That's a cute little sword. Oh, it's adorable! Look, it came right out of the medallion. How sharp is? Oh God! <laughs> Throw it in the river. <laughs> uh, we're all in agreement. Toss the medallion in the river. Uh, so what are we Durak, gonna do with you the take sixty six <laughs> <laughs> necrotic damage? Uh, Oh god! It's like pa- uh, Paleys. Is there anything <laughs> under where it, where it was, or is it just an outline now? Well, let me look. Well, when, when you look at it now, it looks like uh, you know. It looks like you can kind of like look at it. You know, if you were to do it levelly, it just fits right in uh, right into the the holster. Uh, but obviously, you know, there's... you guys know a magic spell to make the sword bigger. Wait, it so. There where he's pointing at that. Yeah. Is there anywhere where you could stick the little sword in? To like the doors? To his yeah. hand? Uh, if uh, you want to roll uh, investigation again. Yeah. Is there any holes? Okay. Well, hear me out, guys. Can I help? Yeah. Is this sword a key for the medallion? Like, should you insert it somewhere to turn things around? Yeah, that's what we're trying to figure out right now. So just try it. Yeah, Cinder, can so you try to keep it. up? Yeah. I'm doing an investigation check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ren, are you helping me? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like pointing yeah. at things. Give me a, a get D4 advantage. or you advantage. advantage. My, my concrete idea isn't helping you, but Ren just pointing at things pointing somehow. Uh, so 23. Great. So upon further investigation... Uh, you sort of see like the doors have somewhat of like like a cr- uh, like a like a um, what am I trying to like a seam I guess almost and you and it's in if you poke at it you're like it's it seems as though like a piece of the doors would move but not necessarily with the sword as you turn the medallion uh, uh, around uh, you notice a similar seam. Uh, I forget how you guys had it lined up, but you notice a similar seam on the letter A. So I want to twist the seam 
uh, of the letter A above to where it's above the um, doors. Okay. And then I'm gonna stick. The, I'm gonna see if I'm gonna stick the sword in. In the in the top. Yeah, in the top. Right. Wonderful. As you do that, the doors to the building open, and there is a number seven there. Seven. Seven. That's important. A seven. G. Oh, A seven. A seven. So do we need to shift everything over seven, or you know? Do we? Or is it just? Well, I did snap it in where it was at twenty, so that's probably not right. Yeah, that was just the base. You guys just wake me up when (laughs) you need somebody killed. (laughs) Giant creature fought off. Someone insulted. (laughs) If there's any stones you want me to inspect, I'm pretty good at inspecting stones. That's what I was going for with the arch. I was hoping it was built. So what would you like to do with the medallion? Are you going to shift it around or... To, so it's A7? Is that what you said you were going to do? or? I want to see where the other letters and numbers line up. So A7. so you shift to A7? or, or, or Yes. I, okay. Sure. No, I'm just asking. Yes. I, okay. I so, think that's where we should start. Okay, so now it's A7. And uh, if you guys will all roll me... It's a pocket Sanity? Dimension. The loot layer yeah, is in intelligence slash investigation... 15. Durak? Yeah, it was a crit fail. <laughs> okay. Uh, 16. Durak, you're like, I hate riddles. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as five. much as politics. I got 16. A I got a 5. Okay, so between, and you got 15, Ren? Okay, so between you two, uh, Peleus and Ren, uh, some time goes by, but uh, you're able to uh, you're sitting down there you both kind of sit down in the basket somebody pulls out a thing of parchment and with a7 you start to go through the numbers and after about 30 40 minutes of time you get to the end of all the numbers and you realize you have a message written down what does it say? And in the meantime, Durak got a short rest because he was just snoozing. Yeah? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Durak does not get a short rest. Damn it. <laughs> He's trying. Uh, yeah. Um, so you, you realize. <laughs> yep. You okay there? <laughs> uh, you realize, uh, 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 Peleus or Ren, you can read this out to the group. You realize this is a message that you have. Midday or midnight with light from the sky. Here the entrance path doth lie. So move yourself forward and follow the glow to the library of Langdon and let your knowledge grow. All right, so it seems only in uh, direct moonlight or sunlight, the path... Oh, I relay that whole message. Okay. It seems like in direct moonlight or sunlight is when we'll find the path to Langdon's loot layer. layer. Why do they write it in meter like that? It's I'm surprised you know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> They're pirates. They like to have fun. Dwarvish poetry is very beautiful. I doubt it. Really? Why don't you tell us one of your favorite yeah. poems? Yeah. What's your favorite poem by one of your favorite dwarven poets? And who is the poet? You have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's his name? <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Fine. 
we're, we're not moving out of this basket until yeah, you... Yeah, we're not going anywhere until I get a poem. <laughs> I got nowhere else to be. One of my favorite dwarven poets. Stop procrastinating. Get it? Yeah. His name... <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> Billy Sanchez. Dwarfy McDwarfy. <laughs> His name was Durin the Deathless. That's pretty good. Yeah, you guys like that so yeah. far? Pretty close to Durok, but go on. Well, yeah, also, whatever. We don't <laughs> want to go there. We have a lot of similar sounding names in Dwarfish. Yeah, okay. all right. Sue us. Yeah. Paleus. I might. <laughs> Got several outstanding lawsuits. And the poem, it's a Dwarfish love poem. Mm. It's probably pretty long then, huh? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> but I'll only quote to you my favorite passage. It's the passage that won my fair lady love's heart over when I was courting her. Of course, it doesn't translate very well to common, but get the to it. But the gist of it, <laughs> the gist of it, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, is that? <laughs> Don't look at me when you say it, please. In common, it roughly translates to your reality may only be an illusion when she is not there. Well, that it was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah? <laughs> that, that yeah. Like that? Yeah. yeah. Who'd you steal it from? No, I, I wrote that. You're deathless? You're, yeah, you're Duran Duran. deathless? <laughs> it's about time you guys know. <laughs> Durak has a pen name. <laughs> I'm to a write famous, Dwarven I'm a Love Poet. You're a poet. published poet. <laughs> yeah, so, in Dwarvish. Uh, is is this woman the woman that you married? It was, yes. What was her name? Oh, I forget. God, why are you guys such <laughs> <laughs> I have written down here uh, what happened to Durok's wife. and She it's died circled. of dwarven cancer. Yeah, she got oh, dwarven right. cancer. Yeah. So I'm curious about Durok's wife. Well, she's dead. Yeah, did we ever name her, though? No. Yeah, it's really so. hard to come up with lady dwarf names. They're pretty much the uh, same. So, uh... What time of day is it currently? Uh, it is about eleven ish. The sun is almost, you know, high mid, you know, high in the sky. High uh, noon, yeah. Yeah, it's almost high noon. It's high noon. And then, uh, oh, let's see. By sunlight and right moon, it'll reveal its path. I wonder if we have to. Yeah, like do you want to hear it again? Yeah, please. Okay, midday or midnight with light from the sky. Here the entrance path doth lie. So move yourself forward and follow the glow to the library of Langdon and let your knowledge grow. So, so clearly. We, yeah, we have to look for uh, some kind of glow here around noon. Yeah. Yeah. Noon seems to be the time. Okay. So you guys want to have a snack or something? <laughs> Is there another puzzle we could solve for 30 or 40 minutes? <laughs> You guys want to hear some more dwarven poetry? <laughs> Actually, I Shut am going to be bringing that up, <laughs> just so you know, periodically. Uh, dwarves love poetry, okay? 
So if we got, if we're just gonna hang out, yeah. Um, I want to cast commune. Okay. Um, and uh, talk to Ulagon. <laughs> Great. Because I have time. Okay. It only takes ten minutes to cast it as a um, ritual. Um, All right. Yeah, I can ask him a question. Okay. And receive a correct answer for each question. Okay. How in any limit or uh, what's the time limit? Three. On this uh, uh, it, I, he needs an answer within one minute. Okay. Um, and I can ask three questions. Uh, they're answered in yes or no answers. It's based on my only deities. yes or no answers. Yes. Okay. It's based on my deity's knowledge, also. Okay. So I'm gonna kind of sit in the middle of the basket and, and take out um, some of my Ulagon things and set them aside. Uh, a little bit of water to kind of cast the spell. Okay. And I'll ask Ulagon. Is Yamhorn with you? <laughs> Can yeah. I hear it? Does he have to ask these questions out loud? I don't know. Probably. I mean, it's a... So I mean, you can ritual. do it mentally if you want. Like, if you just I'll do it like, out loud. Like, like you're I'm fine meditating. with everybody knowing what I'm okay what I'm, when I'm communing with uh, Ulugan. I want them to know that he listens and okay responds. Sure. <laughs> so you ring him up. You've got Ulugan. Talk to me. <laughs> what was the question? So disrespectful. <laughs> Is Yamhorn with you? Is Yamhorn with you? No. Do you know that he's missing and lost? If there's a yes or if there's a if there's a, a noise or something for in between yes and no, he makes it. Okay. <laughs> he, like a meh. He's like since it's only one word answers, it's like he wants to tell you more type of thing. But he's kinda like meh, meh. <laughs> And you you get the idea of of uh, it's not a yes or no uh, uh, answer. Um, is he on a plane where we can reach him still? Yes. Okay. That's three. Uh, thanks. Thank you, Ulagan, and I do a little prayer. That's it. What'd you learn, Ren? See ya. <laughs> Click. Um, Ulagon said that Ren, uh, not Ren, who is Yamhorn, isn't with him. Um, and he's not sure exactly if he's between planes or not, but he's in a place where we can reach him still. I, I will sure clarify that, that you, uh, it's not, it's not that you thought that he was, uh, um, going like eh, to the it's not that he's unsure that he's in between planes it's just the way you worded the question oh. he couldn't answer it correctly with a yes or a no okay. I, I still relay okay. what I understood to you guys well if he's in a place that we can reach him he's in a place where we can rescue him and if I have to kill his way out of it <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it 
Durak's gonna kill his way through existences <laughs> <laughs> to and find Yarnhorn. Uh, I just kind of sit there after after the the, the ceremony is completed, the okay. commune, and I just kind of look at at my at my three companions here, just kind of mm-hmm. nod my head. And be like, this is okay. This is where I'm supposed to be. Okay. Is it noon yet? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after after his little his little commune, because like you know, I'll say it was about eleven thirty or so. It took him about ten minutes, and then uh, he relays all that information to you. You guys do with it what you want. Uh, as the sun starts to get up into the sky, you start to notice uh, that this uh, this archway in front of you, as it's kind of like you know, uh, uh, coming up. Um, because it, wait, what? like rises, it's starting to rises catch in light. the east, sets in the west. Yeah. Right there, we go. So the sun has basically been behind this the whole time, and now that it's sort of coming up into the twelve o'clock position, it's starting to shine down, and you start to realize that what you thought was more of a solid arch, you start to see light sort of go through it, and what you see, kind of like shining through on the outside. It looks like you can kind of just sort of see through, and it's given this iridescent glow. And you see what now looks to be almost carved into the arch, not dissimilar from uh, Last Crusade when they get to the temple type of thing. Mm. Um, and uh, But it definitely you can kind of see through parts of it. So, you know, there's... Um, uh, but it's lit up. in front of it that sort of seemed to be what before just looked like foliage now with it all lit up it's almost like your brain with those uh stare at the the puzzle posters or whatever Imagine you kind of see like the the 3d image you sort of just see three steps kind of hanging out uh in front now if you guys will roll me an investigation or a perception and yeah, pretty do a perception to see as you're taking all this sort of stuff in <clears throat> Nine. <laughs> no. Nine. Uh, seven. Twenty-one. Durok, <laughs> you notice inside the basket, now in front, uh, the front that's facing, uh, uh, you know, east towards uh, what you all rightfully assume is the loot layer. It, 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 you look you look at it and you go like oh wait these could come apart and they would go out and if you further look there is three little steps in front of the basket so I open up the basket okay and I'm like oh crap there's three little steps right here these guys I'm gonna push them onto the steps <laughs> Draw them out. Yeah, I mean they're they're, they're, they're steps. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're good. They're sturdy. Good call, Paleus. Uh, so any thoughts on how to get over there? Is there like magic words? Well, won't they just step right to the door and we just open the door? Just keep on walking. Yeah, maybe, just keep walking. Maybe more steps uh, become appear? in view. This reminds me of a. Puzzle I had to once solve. I uh, I had to take a leap of faith. 
Oh, yeah, whoa. I don't have much faith. On a previous adventure. So. I, I, I poke my foot out, and I like start feeling around for like another step. You don't feel anything. Yeah, I don't know about that. Trust me, it why works. Why don't you do it? It works 100% of the time. So yeah, I, I step up to, to the little open door. Okay. And walk to the step. Okay. And then walk to the next one. Okay. Say a little prayer. I'm like, Ulagon, I know that this is here. And I <laughs> step down to where that step is, I believe, should be there. Okay. You So you step off the edge? Yeah. Cool. You disappear. <laughs> I go, run! And I run and I jump off the steps. Cool. You jump forward, you disappear. I told you. I somehow know that you're Peace responsible out. for this. What is happening? Peace out, bozos. As, as he says what is happening, I walk backwards and just drop. <laughs> <laughs> cool. You Dur- fall all the way down to the water and you take... <laughs> Yeah, you had to go forward. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you disappear. And then Durak goes home. Yeah. yeah. All right. What sort I guess of it's just up to this? me to go get Yamhorn now. I guess I gotta <laughs> cut these ropes. <laughs> uh, cut the ropes to the basket and drops. So. <laughs> Ren, can you hear me? No one hears you. <sighs> I draw my sword, and I walk through. <laughs> <laughs> gonna kill my way through this sorcery <laughs> yeah okay cool so you walk forward off the steps yeah you disappear yeah and when you reappear you are standing on the steps hundreds of feet away with your pals and you look back and you see the basket now 250 to 300 feet away and you guys uh you guys are now looking up and what looks before from far away what you thought would be like an overgrown thing it's uh, while there is some moss and uh, that sort of stuff like this, actually, it looks more just kind of like it's draped over, you know, like a, it doesn't actually look like it's, you know, infiltrated like the, the d- stone design of this place. Mm-hmm. And you're actually sort of taken back about how big this place is. Uh, it's it's insanely, insanely large. You know, it's uh, it's it's a couple hundred, you know, what it'd be like 100 feet tall or something like that. Uh and uh, I actually wrote something for it, so I should probably go into that before wheeling and dealing. <clears throat> you appear on the steps you saw from a distance. And before you, in all of its glory, is the library or the loot layer, as people have been calling it. It's a massive stone structure that seems to be carved out of and into the rock itself. Huge pillars stand before you, four on each side. Two in front of the building on each side, two on each side on the outer edges that seem to only be for decoration and holding up the overhanging roof. Uh, if you were to go around uh, to either either side, it would be almost like a pathway um, you could take, and if you were to guess, could probably walk around this whole structure. Directly in front of you are two massive doors. You have to walk up some steps, uh, steps to get to them. Think the clock tower and back to the future. And up to the right of the door is a familiar tea stand that has a small bucket attached to the front of it. Uh, can I walk over to the bucket and look inside? Yeah. What's in there? Inside the bucket, you see a few coins that seem to be similar to yours, but on the whole... Uh, they look different. 
almost as if there's multiple adventures to get to this place. Uh, can I drop the our medallion in? Sure. I do that. Great. It glows, and you hear a loud, loud click, and would, and the one of the doors kind of just goes. Eh. Oh, think we're in, boys. <laughs> Loot a plenty. <laughs> I completely forgot why we're here. <laughs> the gold, though, right? You were you. Varkum sent you on a mission in order to find the map to Sidset Lady of the Yellow. Oh, no, I... I, I oh, okay. Right. Yeah, no, and there's I, also I the other half of the sword. Yeah. I think we thought that was here. You're not sure. I mean, you can think that if you like. By the way, who's carrying that? Is that me or somebody else? Yeah, you else? picked it up uh, after Yamhorn disappeared, and you used some of your tiger pelt. Uh, in, right. Uh, like, to, oh, you, like, decorated the scabbard. Yeah. And uh, and then Ren, you took uh, his daggers that he had gotten and his potion of water breathing, but you don't know that it's a potion of water breathing. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna walk into the loot layer. I'm gonna walk into the doors. Great. Yeah, I'll follow Paleos. Cool. Everyone follows. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Let's do it. All I right. Keep my sword out just in case. Okay. Upon entering the library, you see a vast rectangular room. Um, you can see in front of you that there's like, uh, 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 let's see, I keep wanting to see this is why I hate writing stuff out because it's like I want to do it. Uh, you seem to be on the upper layer as throughout it, looking into it, you see several stair uh, stairways going down to the right and left almost immediately of you. But as you, know, like you look back into the vast expanse, you can see other stair stairwells. There seems to be like a, a very ornate uh, stone carved like, you know, what would you call it? Just like a little, so you don't fall over, a banister or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, going all the way around, except for where there's spots for stairs. Uh, to the right and left, you see just like tons of shelves, and there's just stuff everywhere. Um, you know, um, some of it looks like it's been there for a long, long time with dust and spider webs, and from what you can kind of see, the whole place is eerily lit up with torches throughout that seem to be just magically burning you would guess you know because they don't seem to be you know it's just constantly on um in front of you is a large wooden desk with one of the biggest books on it you've ever seen it's open that i was gonna speak as yamhorn because i remember something about that book but i'm not yamhorn that must remember something about that book that must be the the book that has like the the rolodex or the Oh, like the ledger? The, yeah, the like code for what everything is and where it's placed for each person. So, yeah, I want to go up to that book. Okay. The index. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I will follow Ren. Uh, okay. The, the torches that you said are a light, a lit. Um, yeah, they're lit up. They're burning. Uh, can I remove one from the wall? Uh, It's higher up. I mean, you'd have to jump up to do it. Because like it's 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 a massive, massive structure, and it's but it's uh, like cradled it, and it's not like yeah. a stone thing on the wall. Well, it's like a thing, you know, a sconce, if you mm-hmm. will, and it's it's in there holding the torch. Okay, yep. and it's I it's up above you. I'd like to try to get one if I can. Uh, if you can jump up ten to twelve feet, you can. Oh, Durak can. You want me to grab you one? Yeah, it's completely unnecessary as I, the, the I place looks. Yeah, I just looked up how high Durak could jump. 
and I feel like I should use that ability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Duroc. He uh, can jump so that his feet are 10 feet off the ground. Because <laughs> uh, you got those boots. Duroc, do you mind snagging one of those torches? Also, I will yeah. say this. Uh, when you look down, it looks like the second layer. Uh, you know, if you go over to the desk and you kind of look over the, the banister below you, uh, there's some tables in the middle, almost like a library. And, but then off to the sides and in the back, you just see more shelves and just piles of just stuff. It looks like a somewhat uh, a somewhat organized version of that uh, treasure room in National Treasure. There's just stuff everywhere. There's there's gold. There's you know everything that you could uh, pretty much imagine. Uh, you know, uh, it's there's probably something in there. I jump up and get a torch out for Cinder. <laughs> can I can I look at the, look at the book and see if Thanks. I can? Well, yeah. let's, let's I, deal I, with let's deal with Durok first. So you're gonna jump up and get a torch? Yeah. Okay. I was like, like give I'm me, gonna like give me an athletics. Jeez. <laughs> Twelve. Okay. You jump up and grab a torch for him. And you take 10 shocking damage. So you jump up and grab and go, and then you're kind of blown back like uh, Marty McFly and the amp. (laughs) Thanks for the torch. Yeah, I think they're electrified up there. Just uh. so while while they're like jumping in the air and stuff, I like lock eyes with Paleus and like we should read this book and find out. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. And then smart uh, people. See if there's any rules about. Taking gold that's not yours. I seem to remember something about that. Yeah, it's a bummer, but like maybe. <laughs> All right, you want to investigate the book or look? Yeah, at it? we'll. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll help him. Flip some pages back and forth. Okay. Well, when you walk up to the book, you notice that on the right edge of the pages are are letters, and the book is massive. You know, it's uh, three or four feet wide by you know two or three feet tall. It's very very big. Um, but you see letters all down the right side, and you assume this is for keeping track of people's names. What was the name of the person? Barkham. Barkham? Yeah, Barkham. Slatebrook. You yeah, we'll know look, that. Look for the Vs. Look for the S. Maybe it's last Slatebook? name. Slatebrook? Oh, Slatebrook. Yeah. Maybe it's last name. That would make more sense. Maybe you should look up under his real name. Wimp McLittle Crybaby. Check that one. <laughs> you I don't find that the in the books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. It is here. Wimp McCry. Just, just a guy comes around the corner. I'm Wimp McCry, baby. <laughs> I'm the keeper you of this rang. Place. You rang. So, yeah, we'll look for Slatebook's name. Slate okay. Books. Uh, so you go to the S's? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and as you start to flip through the book, that's where we leave it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for tuning in. It's been for us. It's been about a month since we played last. Uh, very good to be back around our proverbial table. Thank you for joining us on our podcast D and D table. Uh, I've been your host and DM Bentley Michaels. To my right, I have Cinder. Dash is Paleus Ian Earth. Red is Durag Dragonsbane. Milo is Ren. Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with chaotic amateurs. 
please subscribe, rate and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.